Welcome everybody to the Authentic Self Show on the Nachos Cafe podcast, where you will hear more than one perspective on facing the world authentically. What are you bringing to the environment you surround yourself in? Are you aware of the energies that are being brought to your circle of well-being? In today's episode on the Authentic Self Show, we converse on the topic, energy awareness. I feel like every time, every time we sit here to do a recording, like it always just ties in so perfectly to what's going on, at least for me, like what's going on in my life right then and there. Yeah. The fact that we're talking about energy awareness is crazy because like, I'm I'm in the process of going through a breakup. What? What? I'm in the process of going through a breakup and it's been rough in a sense because like neither one of us are really trying to let go. Like I feel, I think this, but then it's also annoying because it's like, we're trying to operate with a friend's mentality coming out of some fresh, like coming out of some fresh relationship feelings. Right. Right. Hi. How are you? How about yourself? Oh my god, I miss you guys so much. I miss you so much too. Oh. I know. Uh, Amari, catch him up. What you were just telling me? Oh my oh, god. Oh, I was telling him. I was saying how I think it's crazy because um, I was double checking the topic and we're doing energy awareness, and I was just telling him, I it's crazy that how everything always ties into like every time we sit down and record, every, our topic is always tying into what's going on with me right now, and. It's crazy because like I am in freshly dealing with the breakup. So it's like all about energy awareness right now because it's it's a process. It's only been a couple of days. Like today's only like day two officially being like, okay, we're done, done. Yeah. And I'm realizing that it's I can tell it's ending because of just how we are towards each other and just like how those emotions are being expressed and how a lot of hurt and sadness from accepting the truth of it is coming across as pain and anger and fighting and bickering. And I'm realizing like, and it's, it's been a process. It's been like a few days. It's just been like, working up to this like I knew it was kind of there but just kind of like not wanting to to bite the bullet I guess but after the day it, it really become prominent like yeah this is ending we need to go our separate ways like we're becoming too toxic to each other and what's frustrating me about it is <laughs> she, she's wanting to not be in a relationship but one to act like we're in a relationship, meaning like she could have all the benefits and perks of being together, but not actually have to, oh, well, we're not together. So I don't have to hold the responsibilities of that title. Oh. And for me, it's just like, that, that's fine. But you have to realize like, nor am I gonna do the same things that I'm used to doing for you. Like I'm not obligated to, to continue yeah. to provide for you and to take care of you. Like you are not my responsibility. You at the end of the day are a functioning adult. Like, I know what you're going through, but it still doesn't hinder you to actually support yourself. Like, yeah, we, we like worked out things in our relationships. So it's one thing, but 
to know, like, it, it just feels like it got into a situation where it was almost expected, like, she was expected to be taken care of, and I wasn't okay with that, and so now it's, like, trying to take a break and trying to establish those boundaries because, because we're not together. I'm not obligated to do the same things for you. Like I'm not obligated to make sure you have what you need. Like, because I'm in the process and this is why I'm in my room right now because in the process of moving my office in my room and just turning the office room into an actual bedroom so she can be in there. And the down part to that room is it only has two outlets. So she's wanting more outlets. And I'm like, well, I have like I have a surge projector I'm using. There was one in the living room. So like just wait. Like if you want my I'll put money on cash up so you can go get one. But just wait. Like you don't get you don't get to have your way right now because you are not my significant other. Like I don't have to bend over backwards to do things that make you happy. Like earlier this morning, um it was a whole fucking just back and forth for like 10 minutes trying to drive her to school because she wanted to drive. And I'm like, no. And she pouts and mopes. And I'm like, but you, you can't do that right now. Like you can't do these things as if you're my significant other to get what you want. Like I'm not obligated to do little things to make you happy. I'm trying to focus on putting myself first. You need to focus on putting yourself first. And I, I feel like there's a, a huge realization coming from the fact that, okay, well, she's not going to do the things that she's doing for me. I have to do them for myself. But me doing them for myself means I actually have to, to go out the house, have to interact with people, have to ask for help, have to, like, to, to face those tough situations. And I feel like, like that's what she's trying not to do. And so it's turned into a whole shoving match and then the shoving match turns into me fucking pinning her up against the wall over a fucking surge protector that she would rather destroy than not let me take back because it's not hers like and like that that energy right there is just like okay no like you you really want to act a different way because you're right we're not together and as soon as she said that out loud to herself she like that's when it, it really just became a shoving match like she didn't want to be pinned up against the wall. She didn't want to give it to me. She was going to break it. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Got off first. She pushed me away. And in the midst of her walking up behind me to fucking push me, I turned and my arm like hit her in the face. It So it wasn't like I punched her. It wasn't like I, it's like I was turning and we made contact. Like it wasn't no force behind it, no nothing. And so then as she's leaving, like, I'm like, are you okay? And she doesn't want to talk to me, but she wants cigarettes out the car. So I'm like, what? you know what? Fuck you. Like, we literally got into something serious. And despite not being together, like, I can't just walk away from the fact that you're still someone who matters very dear to me. Like, over time, that will obviously go down. But in this instant, like, you're still somebody who matters to me. And I'm not going to act like I don't care because we're at odds right now. And we have this energy. So her just wanting cigarettes. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Because like, I'm, I'm trying to make sure you're okay. And, and you are just wanting something just so you can take the fuck off. So whatever. I gave him to him and I was like, okay, so you know, at this point, we're not even friends. Like I, I can't even be friends with you. I, I was already thinking about leaving Arizona. I was talking to my brother about it and just the realization of like how it would really impact people and talking to him. And after this, I, I, I could live with my brother and it'd just be the two of us and be fine and get back into my routine and get back to where I was four years ago 
I mean, not four years ago, three years ago before her and I were together because it's not worth it. Like at this point, everything that I do, all the energy that I put into it, it is not worth it. So the fact that we're talking about energy awareness, it, it could not have come on a better day because like, I, I literally need to really be aware of not only the energy that I'm putting out because it's not, it's never just a one-sided thing. Like whenever I I think it's never just one sided. Like I know she has her whole side of it. She feels like I punched her. She feels like I was just trying to, to beat up on her and da, da, da. And it, there's two sides to everything. So I still have to be aware that in that moment, my like my energy itself wasn't all positive. Like yeah. here and and put it on one person. Like we we collectively made that negative space. So that's something that I want to stay away from. Like actually, I felt like it was like an out-of-body experience. Like I felt like I was floating above the room watching my body go through this with her. And I'm just like, it, it was just like a aha moment. I don't, I don't want to be through this. And so the fact that I could like just clearly say to her, like, you know what, we're not, you know that at this point we're not even friends. Like I, I can say that and I can mean that. And I don't know if it's because I'm a Scorpio and I I can be solitary by nature, like it comes with just all of my astrology that I feel like I I'm okay. I can go forward. Like, I'm going to get the rest of my stuff from out of there. I'm going to fucking uh, go back to the office on Monday. I volleyball picks up on Monday. Like, I have so many things I can actually shift my energy to be positive, not only for myself, but for the, the spaces that I'm going to occupy that I feel like I need to focus on that more than focusing on this. Because focusing on this, I'm going to just be taking negative energy with me everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thanks for sharing that. Like, I think vulnerability is one of the most beautiful things that, like, I admire about people because I think I personally, as much as I love vulnerability, like, I struggle with that. So thank you for sharing all that, Amari. Um, Me, like, I've been, oh, my God, there's just been so much going on. And really, it's, 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 I think to me, it's really been about being able to be aware of all the things that I'm, that I've called into my life over the last probably year, just by being a visionary and things showing up. And now it's kind of like, all right, dude, like hit the pavement, things gotta get done. And I just, that's overwhelming because then there's also, you know, it, it's, it's like a mix of all these things happening in my life right now where I'm growing professionally. I'm also in that, place where like my energy is seeking more intimate connections with other individuals other than just in a professional way right so it's kind of like I'm trying to figure out right now I'm in the process of figuring out how to be able to invest my energy with the right people and kind of you know my nature being okay with the fact that sometimes I have to step away not because a certain individual is 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 bothering me or anything. It's just I need to be okay with the fact that my energy needs to be invested in other things. And when that happens, I become aware of all the people that need Hector. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God, I can't do I, I just I don't do need. I don't mm-hmm. I don't operate in need. I pray I operate on that cycle of giving and receiving. If I'm giving, 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 I'm not receiving. And if you're giving, giving, giving me, 
I'm not growing and I'm not evolving and I'm not giving back. So like, to me, it's really about right now finding those relationships, not necessarily that they are toxic, but they have become a little codependent, right? Because 2020 was a, a little bit of a struggle in different ways for many people, including myself. And I feel like sometimes some of these relationships because of the field of work that I'm in can become somewhat codependent because it's almost like it's, it's a field of work that I, that I am and then it's the same energy that I share with my loved ones and, and the people that I share more than just, you know, professional work with. Like I'm talking about emotional work, intimacy, all that stuff, right? So it's like, ah, you know, it's, it's a lot, you know, and I'm also, I'm super polyamorous and sex positive. So I think to me right now, it's really finding that balance with myself, honoring who I am, knowing that I have no shame for who I am and I am aware of the shame that's inflicted, which it no longer bothers me, but I'm kind of in a place right now. It's like, whoa, like where's this shame about not having shame coming up because I'm, I've worked so hard to get rid of this, right? So like all these little things that are coming up and it's just making me more aware of how I want to show up every day and the responsibility that I have to be able to show up at each task as human as possible, but as uplifting as possible as I can, knowing that even though there might be a situation that might be, could potentially pull me away, it's not the time for me to focus my energy on that. So I'm really, it's like, it's this navigation that I'm doing between like all this like craziness of multitasking, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Cheers. <laughs> I need to read. And I have drink. not been able to stop drinking tequila since PB, so. <laughs> Literally, when I clocked it today, I was like, I just want to get drunk. I mean, maybe it's, I don't know, not blackout, but I, maybe. I just, it's been that week, you know. <laughs> it's like, I just say, I just don't want, I, when is, is it, is it 2.30 yet? So I can clock out. Is it 2.30 yet? Okay, bye. Oh, my God. Um, it's, it's very, um, I, I think since our recap, when we both, when we all were like saying just like how our show really kind of, I don't want to say directs our path, but it's like right on time in our personal lives, yeah. what topics that we have chosen that go in, in the beginning of this year to cover and how our day-to-day -day lives just now is like, yo, this is, um, the topic that I'm really feeling right now, like thick skin. Um, I'm glad we came to a close, but man, was it so much that I learned from it, um, from all of you, of all of us, you know, sharing our stories, um, Amari and your challenge with your, with your father. Um, and just like actually learning to embrace the thin layer which has been a challenge for me because i have a pride issue you know <laughs> although i'm wearing the pride shirt but in I, other, other terms you know <laughs> i have a problem with pride um where i don't want no help i don't you know because i've been backstabbed because i've been hurt by people that i've considered so close to me you know it's like because i've allowed them to be close to my heart so it's like you people it's not people's fault why other people have done you wrong. So yeah. we take those as 
you know, learning lessons and <coughs> apply them to your wisdom and knowledge, but don't punish those just because some others approach you in a way because they want to aid you or because they just want to love you. You know, yeah. it, it hurts because we grow up, we, we grow up conditioned in seeing the world in a certain way and we experience things in a certain way. And then it also inflicts us in our way we comprehend things. And so like what you were saying, Hector, just a few minutes ago about saying, you know, juggling um, need. I was just talking about this um, recently too, about like being in relationships, whether it's friendships or in a romance relationship, there's always that giving, 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 because all three of us, we're naturally givers, you know, yeah. and, but you can't give from an empty well. Nope. You know, so it's a give and receive process in a real, in any relationship. I mean, all three of us, we're giving and receiving to each other. And so our personal lives, you know, I'm not saying it's expected, but it sure is damn well appreciated if you know it can happen that way, because a lot of people just like think that they're a king. And yes, we're all kings and queens, but don't forget you had to become a king and queen. So mm -hmm. for all those around you that you have all sudden like, oh, well, now I'm royalty, bitch, you didn't get royalty all by yourself. Okay. You know, so yeah. you have to learn to appreciate your surroundings, appreciate the struggles, appreciate the triumphs, appreciate the people who are either trying to help you get there or just still standing beside you. Do not forget those who are in your corner. You know, it's like there's a lot of them who who will be like, OK, um, Hector, call call me and tell me, you know, I need your I need your positivity. Armari, I need you to listen <laughs> to me. You know, it's like, OK, well, you gonna listen to me. Uh, are you going to give me something? Because like my yeah. swell's kind of empty right now. So I don't know what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you probably a whole bunch of crap and I don't even know what I'm, what I'm saying, which yeah. I've done in the past where it's like trying to encourage somebody when your well's empty, it ain't going to work. You're trying to be like, um, and, and yeah. And, and yeah, you know, just live and don't just exist. And it's like, you said that already. Like, well, bitch, I don't hear you saying nothing. Because I'm drained. And it's also important to, like, to recognize when your well is empty. Because for me, like when I actually sit and think about it and just like taking those times to recharge myself and to detoxify from negative energy. And like, like, like this, just this group with us has been such a blessing for that because this is always a place where I can like no matter what I can always come and recharge and let everything else go and get different perspectives and, and hear other opinions but I feel like for me it, it really was hard for me to recognize that my will was empty and I say that because I didn't realize I was doing myself a disservice by making sure other people were taken care of before me because I it, in my mind, the way it was working is, oh, my well's not empty, it's functioning. But what I'm doing is, as it's coming into well, before it hit my well, I'm a, I'm a deposit it. You feel me? Like it's shooting off the top of it, and before it actually starts to settle in my well, like I'm gonna catch it in these buckets and, and distribute it for other people, and then I'm gonna give myself the leftover and, and thinking like, oh, my, it, it's functioning fine. Like it's not overflowing. If anything, I, I'm making sure it don't overflow by by doing everybody else first and then giving myself the leftovers. And then when I actually like 
realize like, no, I'm, I'm letting it run dry. Like those drops that I'm getting, it, it, it's not replenishing the water that's already evaporated from my well. So I'm still letting it run dry. And that's when I had to realize like, no, I had, I had to stop catching it for other people and distributing it and actually let myself fill up first and not thinking I'm full or thinking I'm staying level by getting the leftovers that I can provide. Like, and that, that's what I feel like is, is one thing for anybody who, who listens and watches us, like, make sure you recognize, is my well, like, empty? If so, how can I fix that? And if you think that it's full, if you think that you're giving extra, make sure you realize, like, you're, you're completely taken care of first, because sometimes you may think that your well is functioning fine, not realizing you're catching what it's giving and giving it to others before you let it, it actually, let it settle within yourself. Yes. Yes, and I think like I totally relate to that. I think one thing that I've had to realize is that if my energy, if I if I am not centered in my energy, and I am trying, and I'm 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 trying to show up because I use I hate that word trying because when you're trying, you're not doing. But that's exactly what you're doing at that point. You're trying to show up for someone. And you're really not showing up. You're disservicing them. And and sometimes the best thing that you can do, no matter, because we start showing up for these individuals because we we become afraid. We take their fears off. We take their fear of what if he doesn't go to rehab or what if they commit suicide or what if, I mean, I'm just talking deep shit that I have to deal with. You know what I mean? That I've had to deal with my own life. You know what I mean? And it's crazy that you think that because that was... That was one one thing that I felt like out of out of the three years with this relationship that I, I've had moments of like, okay, I, I've reached my breaking point of okay, we've hit a wall, we can't go any further. I, I've come myself always resetting on this mindset of if I'm the one who ends it, if I leave, if I go our separate ways, she's gonna hurt herself, she's gonna end her own life because there have been attempts in the past and there have been multiple threats to do so if that were to happen and you're right I, I took on her fears because that that like just hearing that knowing that that can happen just it became so crippling just the thought that like my energy can cause someone to do that like my presence can cause someone to do that and I took that on and for a long time I was like it's okay, we'll get through it. Like, it's not like I can leave anyway because if I leave, she's gonna hurt herself and that, that's ultimately gonna be my fault. And I, I don't want to have to walk around with that for the rest of my life. Like, I don't wanna have to tell her parents that. I don't wanna have to, to be the reason for that to her family. So I, I would always like, it's okay, we can get through this. Like, I have to find a way to get through this because if we do take that, that break and actually go our separate ways, I was more worried about what she would do to herself versus what's my next step. Yeah. And a lot of times, like I, what I've noticed when I've been in those situations, right in the past, like the main thing for me is that I lost hope. I lost hope on myself. I lost hope on my power. I let go of, I didn't necessarily let go of my power, but I turned my back on my power because my power is there and I'm focusing so much on what's not functioning in my life versus what is and the blessings that I have and the people that I have. And and that's why to me, like I emphasize every day, like when people tell me, oh my God, I, ha- I haven't been able to sleep. I wake up at three o'clock or four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, honey, that's God waking you up. That means that you got to get up, you got to sit down and you got to breathe and you got to count your blessings. You got to start your day because that is what the universe, that's what is 
that's the energy that's waking you up so you could go produce yourself instead of staying in bed or going to smoke a bowl or having another drink and then you stay in bed so you could sleep longer and then you're stagnant and you're feeding into your depression and you're feeding into your anxiety and at the end of the day yeah of course you want to go you want to go hang yourself why because you're not producing yourself you're not fulfilling your life and in order to fulfill your life you have to be willing to take the fucking rollers off. You have to be willing to go brush your teeth. You have to be willing to go take a shower and walk out the fucking door and go fucking show up and just trust yourself enough to know that things are going to flow and not expect other people to band-aid your feelings of feeling down. Because at the end of the day, when we feel down, it's normal to feel down. It's normal to feel hopeless. It's normal. Like, like we go we're, 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 we're human beings and we, and we forget that and we become human do, doings. We start doing, doing, doing and we forget to actually pause. So it's real easy a lot of times to, to lose sight of where we're going because we're so caught up in trying to get ahead. We're so caught up in trying to prove maybe to ourselves, maybe to others what we want. And when things don't happen, we become depressed and we become sad and we become pitiful and then we stay stuck there, you know? But when those things happen, we have to be willing to see that. We have to be willing to see that, okay, why am I, why am I feeling funky? Why? Let me get real with myself. So if I woke up at four o'clock in the morning because I can't see because I'm feeling funky about myself, well, you know what? I'm going to give myself a cup of coffee. I'm going to go for a walk and I'm going to have a conversation with myself. Ain't no one fucking watching anyway. It's four o'clock in the morning. So if I got to fucking talk to myself as I walk down the street, why the fuck not? You know, just do whatever you got to do to connect to your energy so you could actually fuel your purpose, fuel the life that you want to fuel versus expecting it for just to happen. You know, like law of attraction, think things, you know, we, we don't manifest things just by sitting down in meditation and wishing for them to happen. No, we sit down in meditation so we could clear our mind, so we had a clear vision of the steps that we got to take to accomplish the things that we want to accomplish, knowing that it's not always going to be easy, that it's going to be challenging, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a, a, whether it's a job, whether it's, whether it's a friendship, like everything is going to require time and investment and dedication and showing up and being vulnerable enough to say, oh gosh, I fucked up today. It didn't work out. Like, okay, I guess I'm practicing life today. I could start over tomorrow. But I think it's real easy to, I think as empath, like to me as an empath, sometimes when I've been in situations where I love someone and I still love that person, but I have to like, okay, this energy is now taking away from me focusing on this goal because you need to talk at this time and talk about what? Hi, you just want to hear my voice and tell me I'm beautiful? Honey, you told me that already. I don't need to fucking hear that. I got shit to do, right? Well, what if you hang up the phone instead and maybe take that time to be with yourself, be in silence for an hour and actually connect with yourself versus trying to reach out to me, you know, every time you have free time. It's like, dude, like I just spoke to you like a fucking hour ago. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, a lot of times we're reaching outside of ourselves. We want someone to save us. But in reality, the only hero that you could experience in your life is yourself. And, and it's so hard because sometimes when you understand that you see people that have been in your situation, you actually came out of it and you just have to sit back and say, you know what, honey, I know you're not going to kill yourself. It's your ego dying. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the ego dying. It's, 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 
It's your ego saying, all right, I don't have any hope right now. So I need to go into my inner self, tap into my inner self, tap into my inner love and reproduce this energy from my healthy, non-toxic place. Woo. Yeah. Mouthful love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's very um, important to be aware and realize and understand that you are only responsible for yourself. You're not responsible for anybody else. You know, my, uh, my ex, he used to blame himself because his, one of his exes killed himself, overdosed. And I told, you know, I was like, it, that, did, were you there? Did you shoot him? Did you inject it in him? Like, no, but it's just, he, I was the last person he text. Like, okay, that's, that's, but that's still not your fault. Yeah. That is not your fault. You can't hold someone's, if someone comes into your life and is a burden, no, no one should ever be a burden. If you feel like they're a burden, then stay clear away from them. Yeah. It's very important to know that, that you're not responsible for anybody else's life. Even when, when you're a a parent and you have kids, there's a certain amount of, there's a certain age, you know, where it's like, I'm no longer responsible. I, I, I care about you. I have to worry because you're my blood. You're my child. It's a given, you know, but I'm not responsible for the actions you have chosen to do with your life. Your life is your own. My life is mine. And as much as we want to protect each other, sometimes you got to get out there and fall on your face. And you got to be the one to get up. There's going to be hands. But at the end of the day, we decide if we want to take that hand to get up, to help us up. And um, I know we were talking about being available so much, you know, we're so available for others, but we're not available for ourselves. We're always like, oh, you know, trying to be on point all the time for everybody, but we're never on point for ourselves. And I like when you said, like, we got to we got to take that moment (laughs) and just be aware within ourselves. Take that moment, take a breather, take that walk, start talking to yourself, just check yourself, you know, before you make a phone call or before you answer it, like, am I really ready to have this conversation with somebody? Like, I'm not mm-hmm. present. Cause I know for myself, like I've been just been overworking myself work and work and not really focusing on my passion and not really focusing on, you know, it, me, you know, just kind of, kind of wasting. And one of the other things I like that you said is you hit the word, try, I hit the word too. try to me is standing at the finish line, but never crossing it. You know, <laughs> yeah. you gotta do it, do it. You're yeah. not gonna stand there talking about, oh, I'm gone. You know, I'm trying to do like, bitch, you ain't gonna do nothing. All you're doing is, all you're doing is standing there looking. At, you're at the finish line, bitch. Cross it. Yeah. I I I like how you put that because I hearing just the way the two of you explain the word try, like I I realize you're right. Like and thinking about it, I I don't like to use it for myself, but I've never actually thought of it as a word that I dislike, but. You're right, because for me, when it comes to like trying something, I, I've never think of like, oh, I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do that. I, I think I'm doing this, and, and to do this, I've always just had this mind of like breaking it down into parts. I'm trying to get from point A to point Z. What steps do I need to do? What sections do I need to take care of in order to complete that? Because doing it as like the whole picture, I feel like that's what gets people lost and thinking about oh I have to get this it's so overwhelming Mm -hmm. but take it one step at a time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and look at that first task and make sure you even if you have to take a pen and paper and make it an entire to-do list a little checkbox list that you have to physically check it off to make sure that it's done and it's done in order to move on to the next step Mm -hmm. there there really shouldn't be any try because Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. It's a mindset of like knowing the obstacles and gathering the information to overcome them. Like I yeah. feel like it, it, information is such an amazing thing. Like the sharing it, it, information and the desire to learn is such a beautiful thing that it, there's always someone out there who is more knowledgeable about something yes. than you are. And you can yes. always reach uh, out and, and seek that knowledge and that guidance for that understanding. Yes. So if I'm trying to learn how to fucking wire a, a fucking... Um, a tattoo gun, just because my, right. for example, my brother, he his tattoo gun. Like there is somebody out there who who does them professionally, who builds them, who I can be like, hey, these are the instructions I got. I, I followed them, but it's still not working. Can you give me some insight? Can you give me some direction? Can you give me some guidance? And in doing that, it's just like, okay, let's start from the very beginning. This is how you put parts one and two together. Did you do this? Did you do that <laughs> by tweaking it this way? Because then, there, like I said, there is, there is still no trying in that. It, I'm still taking action. I'm still mm-hmm. doing. I'm still yeah. actively moving towards the goal. And when you say, like, trying is just doing, just standing at the finish line but not crossing it, I, I, I like that because it, it just put a picture in my mind, like, I'm in this race and I look at everybody else coming up behind me and it's just like, all I have to do is just step over that line. And I'm just standing here, just twiddling my thumbs. Right, like that's right. the that's the image that came in my mind when you said that. So I was like, "You're right," because to try means I'm I'm standing stagnant. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not doing something to progress. And yeah. even if there, like, if my goal I can't I can't complete it myself, there's always a different outcome. Like I feel like that's another thing I have to make sure that I'm always open to is compromise. Like even compromise with myself because I have to give myself the permission and the freedom to just know that absolutely everything is, isn't going to work out how I plan right. it, nor is it always going to work out in my favor to the full right. extent. Like, yeah. I don't, everything, there is loss in situations, but if you look at a loss as a learning situation, you still gain. Like, Amen. that's Amen. my thing. I try to look at what I'm gaining from every situation. Yeah. If I lose a job, okay, I gain the opportunity to go somewhere else and find new things. Yeah, it may hurt. Yeah, it may be something that I have to, to grow from and understand that process. But I still know that I, I can't sit stagnant. I can't just sit here uh, trying to move forward. I have to do. I have to move. I have to take options. I have to put out resume. Like, I have to do these things in order to continue to, to move forward because me trying or me just stagnant isn't only impacting me like my energy affects other people and yeah. I have to realize and that's one thing Hector I didn't realize that you were an empath like that's something I, I learned about myself like early on because I, I was always wondering why like I could I I could feel the transfer of energy like between myself and other people especially when it's yeah. Like I, I can feel like the like just the energy that binds all living things, and so like just I've I've never really sat and actually followed someone who who educates people on how to understand and enhance their gifts. So that's something that I've I've always kept saying like I want to do, I want to do, I want to do, and so hearing you say that kind of just like I say that to myself all the time. Like I'm I'm gonna put that on my to do list because being in this doing this podcast it has progressed my life it has changed my energy because it makes me find challenges within myself that I need to face and I want to face them because I want to come back and share how I faced them and what was the outcome because I want the people who who are listening and following all of our journeys to know that like 
there is progress. There is change. There is movement. Yeah. So that's something I'm really gonna, I'm gonna like find books. I'm gonna find someone I can like follow and study because I, I really want to get into it because I think because I'm a Scorpio, just like my nature, I'm a, a really solitary person. And then understanding just that empath aspect of it, I was like, okay, I realize why I like to be solitary because mm-hmm. it like it separates me from other people. Like I, I don't have to have that connection and I can only focus on myself, my own energy. And yeah. <laughs> it feels good, but it does. I, so it feels pretty good. I take on too much, not even realizing it. And now that I've taken it on, like I realize how I've become such a conduit and a well for that person's energy. Because now that I've made that con- that connection with them, like I can be I can be being drained and not even realize it. Like I can be taking on things from other mm-hmm. people who are not even in my presence. Yeah, and I'm wondering why everybody in my circle is just so up and chippy and, and mm-hmm. I'm just like. Uh, what is going on? Like, what is, is the moon in retrograde? Like, whose house is it in right now? I'm just so yeah. I I realized that about myself, and I think that's something that I need to explore. Like, I wholeheartedly want to explore. So, hearing you say that, it's like, yeah, that's that's just the universe telling me something because I've looked into it, and I think. Like just the alignment of when I was born, as far as like the times, the energy, like the zodiacs across the chart. I feel like I, I was born at such at, at such a cusp of strong energy, just like such it just in the in the in universe that I know that I, I'm meant to affect it. I know that because it was of course exactly, okay. and now I'm just like. I need to clear out my house because I'm realizing like I, I've taken on so much for so long that I've I've gotten gray just like this past year. Freaking I've gained a hundred pounds. Like my doctor told me that and I almost hit the floor. And I'm like, I feel it. And I I, I feel like it's just like a physical manifestation of all the extra things that I've been carrying. So I'm really just focusing on cleaning out my house. So being aware of just like the energy that I'm putting out that's one reason why like I said earlier when the whole just altercation between her and I was going on it literally felt like it I was outside of myself looking down and I was like this this is not what I want to manifest this is not what I need to put out in the world because it 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 flows and it affects other people it it affects my niece and nephew that are here because it's in the house like it, it it they pick up on it and kudos on um, recognizing that, you know, be, exactly. being aware of that because some people still stay in situations knowing, not getting it, thinking it's almost normal, you know, to be treated this way or, or notice that your surroundings are affecting the way you react. Because you know, sometimes, um, oh, that was nice. <laughs> that music, like, hey, okay. <laughs> it's like, come on, elevator music, it's different. <laughs> okay. I don't know who that was. <laughs> but um i'm glad we're talking about this um i do have a set of questions though for us um because i think it's so important and and it's really coming from our our own personal experiences on our on our energy and you guys like the perfect individuals to do this and 
I'm glad all three of us are impasse because I know we are very aware of ourselves and very aware of um, others and how they affect us. Um, yeah, I'm glad we recognize to get out of certain situations. Um, so all of, both of you, um, what, what are some steps you have taken or done um, to become aware of your energy, whether it's meditation, whether it's yoga, you know, um, Hector, yes, you know, like, you know, well, like what, first of all, I'm like, I know he, yeah. let, me, let me tell you, like, we all know, I'm not even going to talk about meditation, I'm not even going to talk about yoga, because that's just a given, like, when you take time, whether it's that hiking, fitness, what, what, reading a book, doing art therapy. Oh my God, you like my unicorn? I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's time to connect with yourself. And, you know, but what I've really, really done is learn to understand that I am an observer, not an absorber. Why? Because there's people, even people that love me very much and I care very much, that for some reason, they think because Hector feels good, mm -hmm. they could just come and hang out with Hector and then feel good themselves. And no, no, honey, because you know what? I've learned how to shield that energy because if I'm just giving you my energy, then I'm drained and I, I'm not functional for myself or for anyone else. And I am taking you away from your own discovery. And mm -hmm. that's not my job. That's not my job here. You know what I mean? I tell people when they come and they ask for healing, I'm like, all right, well, I'm not necessarily, I'm a healer, but I'm not here to heal you. I'm here to give you techniques, which means responsibility, mm -hmm. knowing, knowledge for you to go do this on your own and practice it and discover your own spiritual journey, your own spiritual growth, your own way of connecting with yourself maintaining that balance and putting it into practice so you coming over here constantly it's totally fine i'll take I'll, I'll take the payment it's fine you know what i mean i don't care you know thank you i'll, I'll repeat this again and i'll show you something else but if i show you a technique go practice that technique if you're in the coaching program like follow the coaching program. You have a meditation that you're supposed to do for 10 minutes every freaking morning, whether you feel like it or not. There's a reason why, right? Because mm -hmm. you're learning to master your own energy. You're learning to know that when you walk into that office, your badassery is so on that doesn't matter what chaos is going on around you, it's not yours. So you could actually be of service and help people and put your work hat on and say, how can I serve versus, oh, ah, oh my God, that's too much for me. You know what I mean? Um, but then also like for me, like I have to set that boundary. For example, there's this amazing person that wants to meet this weekend because they're finally open to receive a little bit of guidance on how to better take care of their emotions, how to better take care of the situations that are going, breakups are big right now, it's crazy. Um, how to be able to fall in love with themselves again. You know, and, and, and like, to me, that was a big step. The simple fact that you reached out to me, dude, like, that's big. Like, celebrate yourself. That's vulnerability. That's courage. Mm -hmm. um, well, can you do it Sunday? I'm like, no, I can't because that's my day for myself. That's my day off. I'm going to a tea dance on, <laughs> on Sunday. Okay. So <laughs> I'm available Saturday. Well, you know, Saturday is a long day for me. 
I'm like, well, what are you doing in the evening? Well, nothing, but I'll be tired. I'm like, well, maybe bring that tiredness and all that vulnerability and don't be perfect and just yeah. really be your yeah. get down to the bottom of what's really going on. But you trying to be perfect to come see me for a coaching session, you know what? Like, what's the point? What's the just point? Drop, be yourself. Show your ugly aside. It's totally cool. It's just you and I. Doesn't matter, you know. So I'm giving that person the opportunity. It's like, here you go, baby. This is what you want to change. Now you got to do your thing to change it. I can't, you know, get my wong here and go, what a beam, what a boom. It's right. gone. You know? Yeah, I could share that energy with you in a session. You're going to feel it. It's going to feel good. You're going to experience it. But then you're going to go home and know that you have the responsibility to get up in the morning and do it yourself and recreate that and relearn that and, and understand it for yourself. And who knows, you might experience it in, in an even more amazing way than what I shared with you. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole point that you discover your own self and you're able to be aware of your energy. You're able to be aware of like, okay, this relationship is not giving the way, it, it's not giving the way I'm giving or I'm not receiving what I'm putting in, you know, the, the, the same value, the, the, the exchange of value, right? Because right. it's not necessarily about money. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily about like, like I tell some guys, I'm like, all right, did you, you can't pay me, it's totally fine. Bring me some bananas, bring me some oatmeal. I need, I need eggs and I like brown organic eggs. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, literally, like, fuck it. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. Yourself, you know what I mean? Um, I need protein. Like, like there's things that you can do like, like, I remember when I was on my journey and going through mentors, like, I'd go freaking assist one of my mentors, or I'd go clean his apartment, or, you know, I'd go and do filing at the school, just because I wanted to take a Reiki class, and I wanted mm -hmm. to grow and learn and evolve, because that felt good for my soul. So I was willing to do the work and go the extra mile, and I still am. I mean, I just got back from assisting at a yoga retreat, my first yoga retreat that I assist in, and it was work. It was a lot of work. Oh, I bet. <laughs> you know, but it felt so good that the main that the main instructor, the facilitator of, of the training, got back to me and said, "Thank you. I I I have never had an assistant like I've had you being in that in that presence. And why? It's because I show I showed up with the intention to serve." And, and I knew my role, right? I'm here to assist, whether it's through meditation, yoga, right. or right. making sure that things are flowing. Right. Because the main facilitator needs his time to be able to tune into himself. And this is my role that I get to play. And this is the work that I get to do because one day I'm going to be that facilitator for my own life, right? So it's, it's, almost, it's almost like, it's like drag queens, right? Like you have a mother and you have, you know, it's one of those things you have to pay your dues right. and you have to be willing, you have to be willing to give, not just take. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of people don't get that, especially when they're depressed, when they're feeling suicidal. And, and it's important to let them know, hey, baby, I, I know where you're at. I trust me. I understand you. But this is how it is. Right before I left TPV for this retreat, I had a close friend who's been using, he's He's not a close friend, but a friendly acquaintance, a person that I really care about, that I don't necessarily hang out with because there's been drug issues that are out of alignment with who I am. Mm -hmm. But I have no problem going and spending some time with that person, cuddling, doing some energy work because I'm in tune with who I am. 
But I was literally at the point, I was like, okay, okay, he's threatening to stick himself on his vein with heroin and police has gone the crisis team like at least four times to his house knocked on his door he knows what he has to do he doesn't want to do it there is absolutely nothing i can do right. to change that and right. i have to be okay with his choice yeah. and the moment i let go of that i let go of the anxiety i was feeling of the fear i was feeling and I was able to focus on getting ready to go to PD for the retreat. Mm. And I tuned that out. I took that out because I had, I left it in God's hands. I left it in the universe's hands. If this individual is meant to understand his life journey and his lesson in this life, then so be it. And that's the energy that I hold. And that's the energy that I see him in. That's the energy that I support. That's where I, that's my vision, the outcome. Yeah, right now it's dark, it's ugly. However, my affirmative prayer to the universe and to God knows that this individual has everything in him to pull himself out of it because that's, that's, he's got everything. There's all kinds of hands there. I went to PV. I came back his six, his sister texted me while I was there. He's like, he went to rehab. He messaged me while I was there. He's like, I'm in rehab, babe. Thank you so much. Why? Because I had to let go. Yeah. You know, I prayed with his family and his family had to understand too. It's like, you're enabling him by giving him more money so for, for him to get more drugs. Right. Like you, like as hard as it is, you have to be okay that he is a human being with choices, with free will. Yeah. And he's going to do whatever the fuck he wants. And if he does something that takes him away from this world, trust me, he's going to be on this, uh, the other side experiencing and seeing the pain that he left behind. And that's just his life journey. That's what he has to learn. That's what he has to grow and evolve. And, and it, it just happened, right? Like he went to rehab, but it really had to, you have to let go of the fear that is not yours. Right. You know, yeah. to be able to, to be that, that, that person that's there for someone else, whether it's in social work, whether it's a friend, whether it's in spiritual work, whether it's in just peer support, whatever it is, you have to be willing to, to, to say, okay, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to see this person's pain, maybe be empathetic, maybe feel it for a certain amount of time, but I'm not going to own it. And, and that's, that's the hard part, right? That's, and, and for that, you have to, you have to be aware each day, do your, do your, do whatever you need to do to know that you are putting a shield of protection because you have a mission that when you step outside that door, whether it's you go to work, whether it's you're going to brunch, whether you're going to a tea dance, whether you're going to go and freaking roll and have an amazing time at the bathhouse, whether you're going to go and have coffee, whether you're going to go and do business, you are the energy that is walking outside this door into the world. And you could share that energy in whichever way you want to. Mm -hmm. You could remember that you're a blessing or Sometimes you have to pull that little bag of salt and say, hey, stay away. You know what I mean? You know? <laughs> no, that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> God bless you, little cunt. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I don't have time for this. You know, because sometimes the sleigh is, is crazy, you know? And, and again, like, because you have good energy, people are going to be drawn to that. Oh, and, nice. for, and, and literally, I'm speaking for myself. It's like, Why? 
why do I have to like just hate me? But in reality, <laughs> it's like no, it's just fine. You know, it's 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 there, but I have to set that boundary. I have to say, no, Han, I'm not available on Sundays because that's my day. That's, that's my so day important I- to know that. What's that? And that's important to know that because sometimes we for- yeah. we're so available, we forget to make a day that is yours non-disturbing yeah. turn the phone off if you need to whatever like let people yeah. oh, sorry i'm so glad you said it though you know like, you, you yes, enjoy, like okay. oh sunday i'm sorry mm, it's my day oh ew, you, like, you, you can find me here we could have some fun but i right. can't talk about your i like that it's all sunday <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Amari, um, how do you how do you become or what has been some steps? I know like even now, so it's even more now, but like what are some things that you've done that has helped you become more aware of your energy? For me, honestly, probably the biggest one and and just everything I'm going through right now is gonna probably have me back into it. Like I'm probably about to bust out a journal tonight that is yes. writing. Like I I don't want to like toot my own horn and I don't want to do it. Okay. But like when I when when I need to get stuff off my mind, because I feel like I used to always say if I had the ability, and I think it was because like Ant-Man, like I've always loved that superhero because like if I had the ability just to, to shrink somebody and just let you just go in my head and just sit there for a day and just see how the thoughts run and how they and wow. how it's always racing and never stopping it's just like the only way I could usually like especially as a kid the clarity to that was just putting pen to paper and I would write and I've written for um uh, like elementary and middle school poetry competitions and have won and I have like notebooks and I have I actually had one there was um one from like 2000 2018 2019 like when I was going through the whole time of struggling with sobriety like not where like when I was in that really dark period of my life I had a journal and I wrote everything in there and I, that was probably some of especially in my adult life with everything I was going through probably some of the most authentic stuff I could have written about myself in there from just dreams that I had from finding out when I was HIV positive and reacting to that from just um, just days in my life from just poem everything I, it's it's so, so much is in there so many quotes that I wanted to give to people and I, I was writing it with the mindset of like if I was gone tomorrow just because I was in such a dark place if I was gone tomorrow what would be the thing that people would see of me because I, I was so scared that since I wasn't at my best that I would just be another number I would just be another stereotype I would just be another oh trans one found dead on the street somewhere for x y and z and it's just like I as as much as I tried to do good and to put out there and take care of other people I would I feel like that would that would just hurt to know that that would be the legacy left after me if I didn't. And I feel like I have to always make sure there's evidence of, of something that I this is me. I am different. I, that like I'm not what you think we are. So having all that in there, and I it, 
I was in the light room one day, just lost, hadn't slept in a couple of days with a friend and I couldn't find it. And I didn't realize until we were well off the train, just walking around out, I, I freaked out and <clears throat> could not find it at all. And it was probably like a month later, some chick who seen me on the train before talking about <clears throat> braiding hair because she was talking about she wanted to do it for me sometime and everything. And it was just like, see me at uh, a church over here where they feed the homeless on Sundays. And we were going for food. And she was like, I have, she, she came up to me. She was like, I have your journal. I just don't have it with me. And I about busted into tears. Wow. That's amazing. I freaking, like, we were supposed to meet up, never got to meet up, and never heard or seen that person again. And at the time, I was, like, I was in a real paranoia just because of, like, using and, like, lack of sleep. So just having that mental fog, it was, like, I'm, like, what if everybody around me just read that, like, what if they know everything about me, like my darkest secrets? Like, mm -hmm. and I was like, that, that was his purpose. Like, I had to make myself okay with that. Like, that 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 was the purpose of it. It it didn't happen how I wanted it to, nor was it finished. But that was the purpose of it. And I had like just so much in there, so much in there. And now my mindset is, whoever has it. Like, I, I hope they are holding on to it. I hope they kept it because, like, that's going to be worth something someday. This episode is to be continued in part two of Energy Awareness. And that completes today's Authentic Self episode on the Not Just Cafe podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, it's not about how the world sees you. It's about how you embrace your own world.